I'm Chris Turner, and this is Tapestries Empowered to Connect podcast. Coming up on April 7th and 8th is the Empowered to Connect conference, which is going to feature a simulcast. And with 450 simulcast sites all across the country, we're expecting an audience of around 25,000 people. Speakers for the conference include David Cross, Mandy Howard, Darren Jones, Dan and Terry Coley, Casey Call, Cindy Lee, and our own Ryan and Kayla North. Hi, guys. Hey, Chris. Hello, Christopher. I wanted to have you on so we could talk about the conference since it's coming up pretty soon. So what could our listeners who can get to a simulcast site... And we will provide a link in the show notes so you can find a site near you. What could they expect if they were to attend the conference simulcast? Um, the 30-second answer to that question is a really great introduction and overview of trust-based relational intervention, its core principles, um, from a lot of people, uh, David Cross with Karen Purvis created TBRI. Right. Um, Karen worked with Tapestry and created Empower to Connect, and so that's how it all ties together. But it's a really great uh, introduction and overview. Um, I'm probably going to go just a little bit deeper this year than, than years before, inco- incorporating some new new research in the presentation. But but it's all the stuff that you need to know. What makes a hard place? Mm-hmm. How that impacts the brain, body, biology, beliefs, and behavior of a child, uh, which are the really, really core things. Uh, attachment and things of that nature. I think one of the things I love about conferences is just that you get to be in a room with lots of other people who are walking the same journey as you are right? and who are going through the same struggles as you are. And you get to strike up conversations and have lunch with those people and talk to them on breaks. And, and you're all hearing all this information, but it's kind of like a pep rally, right? You get really excited mm-hmm. and, um, and you go home and you want to do better, right? And so I love conferences for that reason, but also I love that we have more resources than just the conference. Mm-hmm. I love that it's not just a conference, right? And the great thing about this conference is that you don't have to book a plane ticket and spend the night in a hotel and all those other financial and time-consuming resources yes. to attend. Yep. Yes, yes. And a lot of the sites are are relatively inexpensive. Most of them are just trying to recoup the cost that it costs them to host the simulcast right. um, or maybe cover the cost of snacks or drinks they might provide or the little workbooks that you can get. But I love that there's so many options. And the great thing about the simulcast locations is that it's people in your own community because mm-hmm. you can fly across the country and go to a conference and meet wonderful people and that meet, you never see ever again. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't ever see them again. And so with the simulcast, it gives you the opportunity to meet people that are within your own community that mm-hmm. are going through these struggles. So not only do you strike up those conversations then, but you can continue continue them. Um, and you can find, hopefully you can find an empowered to connect trainer. Mm-hmm. A lot of the simulcast sites are hosted by empowered to connect parent trainers and so that makes it even better because then you can get plugged into a class. Um, you can get plugged into a support community. Uh, the majority of our parent trainers are leading ministries mm-hmm. um, or they are part of thriving ministries. And so you can get plugged into those ministries and you can get plugged into those 
groups of people that are already there that can continue to support you on your way. Yes. So one of the things that that I really kind of um, enjoy what Kayla just said there is that conferences are to some degree designed to be pep rallies, right? They're there to encourage you, uplift you, to introduce you to new things, to let you know that, yes, you can do this. And so that shared experience Mm -hmm. is really, really... um, like feeds you, right? You know what I'm saying? Like when you go to these types of You know of you're not alone. Yes. No. There is something about knowing that yeah. you're not alone. That's a great way to say that. And so, um, but as great as any conference is, and obviously we're a little bit biased, but as great as any conference is, uh, by the time you get to new, next Tuesday and you're, um, you're, you're dealing with some really, really challenging behaviors, mm-hmm. you know, in, insert challenging behavior that you're dealing with at home currently here, right? And, that conference seems like it's 15 years ago that you attended, right? Because you just can't absorb all of that really, really quality information if it's the, particularly if it's the first time that you're coming to this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's just really, really hard and hard to recall it. And that's why, um, you know, the conference in so many ways for us is just a really great way to introduce people to the material, but then also to, then to connect them to trainers. And so we've done a, a better job this year. This will be the thir- third year that it's simulcast. I feel like we've done a better job this year having more empowered to connect trainers, host the be host sites across the country. And so that way, you know, that connection happens in the community right there and you're connected to somebody that can then take you through the nine week connect course and really equip you with these tools and strategies and give you a deeper understanding about words like, that you may not have heard before, like attachment and mm-hmm. things like that, and really equip you to um, ultimately the goal of the parent training is to equip moms and dads so that their homes can be relational healing centers, Mm. rehab for relational trauma. And so um, the conference is a really, really great, great way to to just bring attention to that. Um, You know, the simulcast, the first one happened three years ago. um, And when that first happened, we weren't really sure. I'll I'll be honest, actually, we we, we were really... Um, very concerned about what was going to happen with the information being spread like that but um, we now realize that it didn't really fan the flames in terms of people's interest in Empower to Connect and people's interest in trust-based relational intervention it threw fuel on the fire mm. and so uh, we have more people coming to us wanting to be Empower to Connect parent trainers now because um, you have to go through a, a three-day intensive to get certified in the material mm-hmm. and I mean there really has been an explosion of interest in the material, which is 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 a double-edged sword. Obviously, um, it's the, the positive side of that is that's just fantastic. Right. The flip side of that is 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 managing that. It's like trying to drive a Ferrari with like only being allowed to use one hand. <laughs> Some days it feels like. Um, but yeah, you know, we're just really excited about that because it does introduce so many people into the material, so that they can know better, so they can do better. So, what could people who are coming to this conference? maybe for the first time and hearing some of this material for the first time, what can we tell them to kind of help prepare them for what they're going to hear? You're going to hear a lot of information. And if this is all brand new to you, don't try and go home and change everything you're doing mm, that's, yeah, that's all good. at once. That's good. Because if you try and change everything you're doing all at once, you're going to fall flat on your face because it's way too hard. And then get discouraged. And then you'll yeah. be discouraged and you'll think, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so I would say if it's your first time, you're going to hear a lot about attachment. You're going to hear a lot about empowering, connecting, and correcting. Because mm-hmm. those, those are the major components 
of TBRI. And so when you hear these components kind of really soak in, what does empowering mean? What is connecting mean? What is correcting mean? Um, I love the guide for this year. It actually has a little letter that denotes whether the session is empowering, connecting, or correcting focused. Mm. And so you can kind of go, okay, so this is an empowering. This is what that means. As you're listening, you can kind of be prepared mentally. Not to say they're not going to all intertwine a lot. Right. But I think it's kind of good to understand what each of those things means. So that way, when you go home and you begin to incorporate some of these things, you can say, okay, what am I going to focus on first? And you Mm -hmm. can pick some things. And it's really tempting to focus on correcting tools first. And I Mm -hmm. think that's probably the biggest mistake that new people come, they hear the material, and especially at a conference, there's all this stuff and they go, I need to correct this behavior. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to go home and I'm going to try time in. Mm And they hear about a time in and they think they kind of sort of maybe know what it means to do a time in and they go home and it doesn't work and they get frustrated or they go home and they say, oh, I'm going to teach my child how to do a compromise and they try and it works a little bit, but maybe not the way they thought it was going to work. And it just doesn't, things don't really change overall because empowering, connecting and correcting tools have to be used simultaneously. Right. You can't just go home and say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to cherry pick and I'm going to say, well, I want all the correcting tools, but mm, that empowering and connecting, it sounds a little hard. You know, I just want to correct these behaviors, but instead you need to go home and say, okay, I really need to focus on my connection with my child. I really need to focus on the attachment with my child. And I would say if you have to pick one thing, that's the one connecting, yeah. just, just start with connection. That's where the trust is all built. Yes. Yep. And I and I just I feel like that's so counterintuitive because mm-hmm. we feel like, well, I'll get the connection once the behaviors are under control. And so if this is brand new material, if this is something you're hearing for the first time, I would say wrap your mind around the connecting tools and that when you connect, you are better able to correct the behaviors. And when you're connected you will find that the behaviors lessen and that there are less behaviors to correct. And when you're and when you're better connected, the child is more open to the correcting. Correct. Because they trust you more. Ah, correct. <laughs> uh, another thing that, that I would add to that in terms of, of setting your expectations before you, uh, the tr- you know, go to the event in, in Nashville or, or go to a simulcast site is that one of the things that happens is um, we push back on the parents just a little bit and um, you know, especially when you're walking through that attachment stuff it's not just talking about your child's attachment style it's also talking about your own attachment style mm-hmm. it's talking about you coming to making sense of your past so you can be fully present with your child and be the parent that they need to be so uh, a lot of times when we get to that week uh, it's week three in the parenting class and it's understanding what you bring to the relationship a lot of people struggle with that week yeah. so I remember I remember when we, we first t- we took the class that was a really difficult week for me uh, not because there was anything groundbreaking, but it was because it was like, oh, you didn't have a perfect childhood, which means that as an adult, you're not crushing it the way you think you are. <laughs> and so, um, you know, that was like like a genesis of a lot of a lot of soul searching and some counseling and uh, long conversations with my bride um, over the last decade or so in my life. But it, it's really, really good. And, and sometimes we're very resistant to being introspective and, and looking at ourselves because 
particularly in adoption and foster care, because we hear trauma-informed parenting a lot, and we hear trauma a lot, and we hear these these big, scary-sounding words that become we become really, really focused on on our kids' issues, hang-ups, hurts, and think that. And, and there's nothing. There's nothing initially wrong with thinking this that we're just going to be the kind of parents that just really love our kids and want healing to happen in their lives. Mm-hmm. And so we become really kid-centric, but the negative consequence of that is that we basically give ourselves a free pass in digging into our stuff. But the reality is is that you cannot love your children well unless you are prepared to do the hard work of making sense of why you do the things you do. Right. And so we, we do confront people with that. Um, part, part, of, um, part of the session we're doing is talking about how making sense of your past because making sense of your past is a prerequisite for creating for creating a safe place for your child to thrive in. Mm. So, Ryan, as part of owning your own stuff yep. and knowing your past, are you going to tell the airplane story? I have been asked to tell the airplane story, yes. <laughs> so, tune into the simulcast to hear Ryan's airplane story. Or we could even put a video of the airplane story in the show notes. Oh, that'd be great. But then are they going go to go There's no the incentive to, 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 to I, the I don't know. I mean, I really think that, that might have know. to be after. We might have to wait till after the simulcast or, to put that there. That's very, maybe. That's very nice of you of you guys. They're actually all laughing. They're not trying to be flattering. <laughs> <laughs> because, no, I don't know, story. people may, may tune into. I don't know, hear from Dr. Cross, who, along with Dr. Purvis, created it. Yeah. So he's connected parenting's dad. Um, so you might want to hear from him. Um, the, the always entertaining and and um, and challenging Mandy Howard. I mean, challenging like she she delivers material in a way that really confronts you with it. Um, Darren Jones and I, if all of the speakers hear this before the event happens, I, I mean, no disrespect to anybody, but we just love listening to Darren. Just just really um, draws a lot on his experience in not only in this field, but he, you know the research, but the real the lived experience of working in a residential treatment center for many mm-hmm. many years. Just love listening to to Darren and and the way he connects those stories. And and I remember last year's conference, he said you cannot take a coping a survival skill away from a child without replacing it with something else. And I know we say that a lot. We've said that lots in this podcast. We say that a lot when we teach and speak. And it's so true because. If you're going to take something away from a child, you have to fill that space with something better. And many times, um, parents, I know, I know we forgot this lots. They thought, well, if we can just remove something, mm. then automatically things will be better. Like, but, but parenting isn't like weeding the garden. It, it's a little more complicated right. than that. And I think sometimes we kind of get real reductionist in our thoughts of parenting. But yeah, lots of great people to listen to. Cindy Lee. Um, we we could do a whole show about Cindy Lee and her books. As a matter of fact, you have. We have done a whole show with Cindy Lee and her books. So for some of our listeners who are deeply familiar with TBRI and Connected Parenting, what will they get out of this conference? Well, I have to say that I teach the material many times a year. Mm-hmm. I am very familiar with Connected Parenting. I'm very familiar with TBRI and every time I sit and listen to the speakers, I get more each time. There's always some nugget that either I have forgotten or I'm hearing for the first time because of where I am in my parenting journey. Right, because our parenting journey changes as our children age, right? right. So the things that we, we needed to hear when they were four are different than the things we need to hear when they're eight. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So when I hear something, I'm hearing it with 
with the mind of where my kids are right now. Mm -hmm. And so whether or not I've heard it before, I don't know, but it, it, it at least becomes a nugget in my mind that I think that was exactly what I needed to hear. Right. And it reminds me, I mean, it's just like reading the Bible. Mm. When we read the Bible, it doesn't change. It's still the same content every time we read it. Mm -hmm. But depending on where we are, are in our spiritual journey, we may hear something different and we may think, wow, that means something totally different today than it did 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. That means something totally different this week than it did last week. Right. So I'm, I, I think it's, it's for everybody. It's, Yes, a lot of the material is the same from year to year, right? We have some new speakers this year, so there will be new perspectives this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's interesting that you, what you said about scripture there, because the same verse can be comforting today, and six months from today can just rebuke you. Yeah, because the verse hadn't changed, but but based on, and I'm not like, I'm not trying to say what does this mean to me. Mm. Because, because I think the verse means what it means, but depending on where you are in your life, it just has different impact on your life, mm-hmm. right? And I think yeah. that's true with parenting. It resonates differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the parenting is true because um, you know they're, they're the two most commonly occurring pieces of survey feedback from the Empathic in the conference are, wow, that's a lot. It was like drinking from a fire hose. <laughs> are you guys ever going to have anything new? <laughs> Which is really the challenge of the event, being right. able to, to serve those two constituencies well, because they are quite literally opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum, right? But the truth of the matter it is, is that it is like drinking from a fire hose when you first encounter it. But the good news is that um, over time, as you live it more and it becomes part of the rhythm of your family, that um, having an annual conference and having the, the introductory overview that goes just a little bit below that, a little deeper than that, mm-hmm. is really good. You know, Kayla said we teach the material, and we teach the material four or five times a year, depending on how many train the trainers we do. Right. And I think that, and we always tell the people, if you're not teaching it at least three times a year, you're not going to be the parent you need to be. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, because being constantly confronted by the truth is good for you. To, for you to be able to embrace the truth and understand it, right? Mm. Um, I, every time I hear the little kid saying, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, it is comforting to me. Mm. It's no less comforting to me now as a 41-year-old man as it was as a four-year-old child when I used to sing it in church. Yeah, reinforcement is a powerful tool. And it is. You may think you know everything there is to know about TBRI, but I think like what you said, Cal, there's always a nugget that you may have overlooked or, again, you're just at a different life station as a parent now, and it means different things to you. Yes, but, you know, and, another, and one of the ways it means different things to you is because the behaviors um, that you are dealing with at home change, mm-hmm. right? Like last year, there, there was a certain set of behaviors with one of our kids that some of the material really spoke to that. Well, fast forward 12 months, different material is going to speak mm-hmm. truth into that situation with our child. And so, yeah, I, I mean... We 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 love the event for many reasons because just like being around the people and and I like the buzz of a lot of people in the room together. But um, when we're at the even when we're at the event, um, you know, we didn't speak at it last year, but we sat in there and took notes mm-hmm. because it's so rich and it's so valuable. And and you know you know the, the folks at TCU and and Mandy who's down at um, Samford mm-hmm. in Birmingham. 
um, they're working they're working through the stuff with people all of the time and, and there's just so many more insights that are gained without the bedrock of the truth being changed at all because right. you're just interacting with different people and different families and um, yeah it, it, it's a great event and um, and, and, and we could have just had like the 30 second episode it's a great event <laughs> and that would have been true well and I think we can challenge listeners too if this is really familiar information to you look around at the people that are around you and find somebody who needs to go mm-hmm. and who needs to hear it and go with them and encourage them as they muddle through something that may be completely counterintuitive, maybe something completely different that they have never heard or thought about, or find somebody who is just starting the process and help them be prepared before their kids come home. Yeah. You know, it, 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 to your point though, it's a really great event that if you want to take, you know, your mom or your dad or your siblings or your child's school teacher, um, the, the professionals from your agency, um, whether that's an adoptive agency or a foster agency, because as as much as because we're in it every day and we think that it's just like pervasive. The truth of the matter is, is there are people who have, you know, encountered this material for the last decade, but there's a high percentage of people that have never heard of it. Right. Yeah. And so um, I was on the phone today with an agency out of um, Boston, and they're celebrating their 25th uh, anniversary, and they want us to come up to their to their event and do some training for their staff uh, for their for their families as part of the the weekend celebration. And so we were kind of just trading organizational bios, and uh, she said to me, "Well, I recently heard about Empower to Connect through the grapevine," mm. and I think we always feel like, "Oh, wow, that's so impressive." that 25,000 people are going to tune into the event. But the reality is that 275,000 foster and adoptive parents are not going to tune into right. the events. And so um, there, are, there are people who have, who, um, who have not heard this stuff. And, and, if you, and if you want to be a friend to those people, take them, take them with you. Um, we truly believe that, that it, it, does, it does take a village. And so everybody that's in your kid's village the, the children's ministry workers at your church. You now, invite your children's kidsmen staff to go. Um, the the people at your kids' school, uh, your extended family. You know all of these people because one of the things that is really really scary to traumatize children is inconsistency. Right. So this is a really really great event for you to help create some consistency in their lives by getting all the people who are part of their universe mm-hmm. to be on the same page in terms of understanding them. As well as um, as well as just actively being an agent of healing in their lives, and we do have professional CEUs available. So for therapists that are needing something, you know, you can invite all those people and and have that extra carrot of look, there's CEUs available because every every professional needs them, and so you can have that added kind of a bonus of saying, hey, you know, come get some get some. Training H- high hours. quality, low cost CEUs, and they've been approved by the National Organization for Social Workers and for um, and for counselors. Mm. So um, you don't have to have any concerns about whether you're just going to spend the day and you know ten or fifteen dollars or whatever it is, depending on where you're going. Um, but they are high quality CEUs and they are low dollar CEUs. So. Why everybody isn't taking the day off work on Friday to attend the thing is not beyond me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ryan and Kayla, thanks so much for being on the podcast to help inform our listeners about the Empower to Connect conference. Well, thank you for suggesting that we discuss it because it is timely. 
as we stated at the top of the episode, we will have a link in the show notes so you can find a simulcast location near you. Or if you're in the Nashville area, you can attend the conference in person. If you have any questions or can't find the information you're looking for on the conference website, you can email us at tapestry at irvingbible.org. You can also find us on Twitter or Facebook at Tapestry IBC. You can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. Just search for Tapestry Adoption Podcast. If you've listened to and gotten value from the podcast, we would appreciate a review in either location. Empowered to Connect is the training and support community of Tapestry, the adoption and foster care ministry of Irving Bible Church in Irving, Texas. You can check the show notes for relevant links from this episode, including for the conference, and find more resources on our website, tapestryministry.org. Thanks for listening. 